This is Bible Talk with Steve, where we discuss the Bible, theology, and answer your questions. Now here's our host, Steve Turin. Welcome to another episode of Bible Talk with Steve. Uh, this week's episode of Bible Talk, we're going to be uh, discussing submitting to God and the Holy Spirit and resisting the devil. But like every week, before we begin, I'd like to uh, start the episode with prayer. Uh, this week, I want to keep in prayer Pastor Ronnie Legs, Pastor Big Nick, uh, my good friends Skippy and Lawrence, pastors, uh, Pastor Robert, all the young pastors, the new pastors, that the Lord would bless them, lead them, guide them, give them direction. All of our older pastors, that the Lord would continue to use them, bless them with wisdom and knowledge. I pray for the Hannah's list, the autism list. Uh, pray for Mike's mom in the hospital, for Brooke in Houston, for bone marrow. Tony's son has a, a tumor, I believe. Madison for scoliosis. Pray for Alex Frank, Sparky's daughter, and for Buffy. I don't know who she is or what's wrong, but I, I've seen somebody ask for prayer for her. The Lord knows all these names, all these requests, and he will answer these prayers. So let us come before him and pray for these people. Thank you, Father God, for this day that you've given us, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity to share your word, Father. I pray that you would speak through me, Father God. I pray, Lord God, that this podcast would be a blessing to whoever hears it. That it would go forward and teach people your word, Father. That I would learn more through it, Father God. I thank you for all these names that I just read, Father God, that were all these requests. I pray that you put your hand forward, Lord God. That you heal these people wherever they're at, in their homes, in the hospital, Lord, wherever they are. I pray for the Hannah's list, Lord God, that everyone who seeks from you, who acts from you, Father God, that let a true bless them, my family, Lord. I pray for the autism list, Lord Jesus, that you would heal those children, Father God, that will give strength to the parents and the grandparents. I thank you for all that you've done, Lord God, all that you're going to do for him, Lord. Lord God, I pray for our pastors, Lord God, that you would send healing upon them, Lord, that you would send wisdom and knowledge, direction, Father God, that will. I thank you for them as they lead us and they guide us, Father. I thank you for choosing them to be our leaders, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for the blessing that you're going to provide upon their lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about submission. Uh, it's something that's going to go on for about a week or two. Uh, maybe a little longer, if the Lord permits. first text is coming from the book of James. We're going to read the entire fourth chapter. It's only 17 verses. In these 17 verses, we learn everything we need to know about submission to God and resisting the devil. Because that's the basis. Let's go ahead and let's read now. What is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? Is not the source of your pleasures that wage war in your members? 
You lust and do not have, so you commit murder. You are envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend it on your pleasures. You adulterers, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture speaks to no purpose? He jealously desires the spirit which he has made to dwell in us. But he gives a greater grace. Therefore, it says, God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be miserable and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. Do not speak against one another, brethren. He who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge of it. And there is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city and spend a year there and engage in business and make a profit. Yet you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and also do this or that. But as it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to the one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. When we know that we're supposed to submit to God and do what God says and we don't do it, it's a sin. So how do we humble ourselves? What does it mean to humble ourselves? Well, humbling ourselves means to do what is right, to do what God requires. The word humble means to accept or yield to a superior force of authority or the will of another person, to be subject to a particular process, treatment, or condition. It's similar to the words or phrases to give in, to yield, to cave in, to bow, to relent, to conform, to comply, to surrender, to lay down your arms, to raise the white flag, to humble yourself, to bend the knee, to throw in the towel, to be governed, to be regulated, to tolerate, to endure, to be subject to, to agree to, consent to, and conform to. To submit isn't something I could force you to do. When you submit, it's something you do willingly. Even if it's something that you don't want to do, you submit to it willingly. I'll be honest, uh, it was hard for me to start this podcast. It took me one year to gain the courage to do what God was calling me to do, to start recording a podcast. 
God spoke to me in December of 2019 or 2020, I think of 2020. And I didn't record the first episode of the podcast until 2021, of uh, Christmas, December 2021. And even after that, I let several weeks pass by between episodes. Uh, And I just kept feeling the Holy Spirit telling me that I should continue doing it even if I didn't want to. So here I am on Sunday afternoon trying to record a podcast. Kids are trying to come in the office right now but the camera's blocking the door. (laughs) So how should we Bible tells us that we should treat God like we treat our father. Uh, I'm pretty sure if your father said, go and do this for me, and even if you didn't want to do it, you would still do it. Hebrews 12, 9 says, Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to the father of spirits and live? Everyone in the Bible submitted. God, but they also submitted to human authority. For instance, the church leadership, the government, whatever it might be. We're going to look at two people. The first is King David. King David was anointed by God to become the king, but at this time he was still just the shepherd boy. Soon David gained a following. The Bible tells us that all of the poor people, all of the sick people, all of the people who were fed up with life under King Saul went and joined up with David. He had a bunch of ragtag, throwaway people that nobody wanted, but they were under his leadership. People were flocking to him as a leader. At this point, Saul had enough. He he didn't want David to become king in the first place, and now he's got a following. So he sent out with his army to go and find David and kill him. After months of searching, he finds out where he's at. David doesn't know that Saul is there looking for him. So in the middle of the night, David gets up, goes for a walk, and finds King Saul sleeping. Let's pick it up here. We're going to skip ahead a little bit. We'll start in 1 Samuel 24, verses 2, and then 4, and then 6. Then Saul took 3,000 men out of all of Israel and went to seek David and his men in front of the wild goat's rocks. And the men of David said to him, Here is the day of which the Lord said to you, Behold, I will give your enemy into your hand, and you shall do to him as it shall seem good to you. Then David arose and stealthily cut off a corner of Saul's robe. So the people that was following David told him, Here's your chance. God told you you're going to be king. Take matters into your own hands now and kill him while he's sleeping. But David didn't do that. Instead, he just cut a piece of 
Saul's robe. And even that he felt bad about, the scripture says. Then verse 6. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I shall do this thing to my Lord, the Lord's anointed, to put my hand against him, seeing that he is the Lord's anointed. He wouldn't go against him because he is the king, and he had to submit to the king. Now, he wouldn't submit in the way, well, he wants to kill me, so I'll leave him kill me, or I'll leave him lock me up because I'm doing God's will. But he still respected him as the king because God anointed him. Then he also submitted to God's spiritual authority. David committed a sin by taking Uriah's wife, Bathsheba, and a few months later, Nathan the prophet comes to him. 2 Samuel chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. Nathan said to David, You are the man. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you out of the hand of Saul, and I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your arms, and gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if this were too little, I would add to you as much more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord, and to do what is evil in his sight? You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and have taken his wife to be your wife, and have killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Now therefore, the sword shall never depart from your house, because you have despised me, and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. David had two options at this point. He's the king of Israel. He could have told Nathan, you're nobody to talk to me like that and have him killed, have him locked up. He could have done anything he wanted. But this was his response. 2 Samuel 12, 13. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, the Lord has put away your sin, you shall not die. He was given forgiveness. He still suffered the consequences of his sin, but God forgave him and gave him forgiveness because he showed humbleness and submission to the word that came through the prophet Nathan. Another person who was submissive to earthly and spiritual authority was Jesus himself. Luke 2.51 And he went with them down to, and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. Jesus submitted to his parents because the Ten Commandments said, Obey your father and your mother. So he obeyed God and he obeyed his parents. So we see that even Jesus was submissive at one point. But now, all things are submitted, submitted to him. Ephesians 1.22 and Philippians 3.21 tells us, All things are put under his feet, and he gave him head over all things to the church. And Philippians 3.21 who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him that is subject all things to himself. 
all things are subject to Christ. In another place, it tells us that even if the things that we don't see are not subject to Him, soon they will be. For instance, the entire world will be subject to God. Every knee shall bow, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Everything will submit to Him, one way or the other. So how do we know that we're being submissive? Well, the Bible tells us submit to God and resist the devil. Resist is the opposite of submit. To resist means to rebel. The, the Bible tells us that we were once children of Satan, that we were children of destruction, but now we are children of God. So when we start doing what God wants and not what the devil wants, when we start saying no to ourselves, when we stop being selfish and put God first, that is when we are resisting the devil and submitting to God. 1 John 3, 7 through 10. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he the one who does not love his brother. That's a lot to take in. We could do an entire episode just on that, probably talk about it for six weeks, but that's not what we're going to do today. We will be back, God willing, next week with our brother Vinny Du from New York. Uh, we'll shed some more light on the subject and we'll talk to him about how we submit to church authority and to the Holy Spirit. God bless you. And until next week, stay studying. Thank you and God bless you for listening to today's episode. If you would like to submit a question, please leave a comment below or send a direct message to Bible Talk with Steve on Instagram. Until next week, stay studied.